welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where we bring you insightful, liberating, intuitive people from around the globe. They share their life's journeys and experience wisdom to guide you on your own discovery of self. Each week from Tuesday to Monday, we will bring you new shows on our many genres, and with over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on SelfDiscoveryRadio.com. Welcome to another edition of Ask Sarah. I am your host, Sarah Troy. For those that are listening, thank you for tuning in. Each week I bring you my perspective on life, my little life's lessons, my point of views, my little tidbits shared. If you're listening in, I'm truly grateful for that, and I hope maybe in one word or sentence or even a paragraph, I have had an impact on your life that helps you embrace your own changes and walk forward to something that is spectacular in your life. This week, we're going to speak about the what-ifs. Now, there are so many times that we are faced with a redirect, an opportunity, uh, something that's going to require us to step away from our lives as it is right now and walk forward to something that we may not know, may not yet be truly revealed. Uh, we may not know what the outcome is. And there's always that big, what if? What if it goes wrong? What if it's not what I want? Uh, what if I don't like the people? Uh, what if I get there and I don't like the place? Um, what if, what if, what if? Well, let's change that what if around. What if we spoke to the possible? We stopped feeding the can't, shan'ts and won'ts and we start addressing the can, shall and will do. Our vibrations are invitations, so speak to be what you want in life. When we address the what if by going down this path of the unknown, I discover an ability I have that I never knew. What if taking this path, I meet some exceptional people that I learn from that give me great insight into life and the life that I could be leading? What if, by taking this journey, that even if it isn't my destination, even if it doesn't take me to where I am ultimately going to be forever, it only takes me down to some other roads. What if I learn things along the way? Valuable tools, valuable insights, valuable perspectives on life. What if I placed that value on myself and found that courage within me and found that strength that I know is there and said, I'm going to do it. For the unknown is only unknown until you're willing to get to know it. We speak to a lot of what-ifs in our life and we can talk ourselves out of things before we've even given ourselves a chance to see what the possibilities can be. I myself take myself into scenarios. I'm a storyteller even in my own head. As a child, laying in bed day after day, month after month, you had to go somewhere, otherwise you'd go mad. And I went into my storytelling. And, of course, I would live the kind of storytelling in my head that I couldn't do physically. So, it was a wonderful place to be to let anything happen I wanted to happen. 
If I was mad or upset at something, I would tell a story about that and how I triumphed over it. If there's something I wanted to achieve, like I wanted to be a dancer, but my asthma wouldn't allow me to be, I wanted to skate, but I have no sense of balance. I wanted to fly, but I don't have wings. I could do any and all of that within my dreams, within my storytelling. And I would elevate my whole entire vibration by doing so. Because I always believed if I couldn't do it in this parallel world, I could do it in another. And that whatever I made happen in that world was what was happening. And I would get the satisfaction of achievement in this world because of allowing myself to go down that scenario path of possibilities and achievement in the other. Now, some people will call that daydreaming and abstaining from life. But I think daydreaming is essential to life. How do we know what we want unless we're willing to actually see down the tunnel, look further down the road? How do we know what we want unless we take ourselves on that virtual journey and see how things make us feel? How do we know what we're capable of until we find that courage within ourselves? And in that storytelling, in that scenarioing, we discover, oh, well, if the heroine side of me could do this, why can't me do this? I've overcome things in my life that I never thought possible. I have faced adversity and challenges that I never thought I would walk away from. I have been suppressed, depressed, and sent into the darkness. And I found that light and I came back. I do know what hell is. And I do know what heaven is. And heaven is living a beautiful life. It's vibrating and glowing and resonating in your own beautiful vibration, in your own beautiful aura, and exuding that out to others and creating a world around you, however small, of joyful people, of bringing joy to their lives so they can take that journey to find joy for themselves. Now I'm going to step back over to the other side for a moment. And yes, I'm going to talk about those people, the joy killers. There are the people that the moment you say you want to do something, they come out with the what-ifs. Well, what if nobody wants you? Well, what if nobody hires you? What if nobody believes you? Uh, you know, what if uh, you can't do it? And you know, you get all those people throwing doubt at you. And you have to understand that comes from their own fears. It comes from their own inadequacies. It comes from the fact that they have not yet taken their journey and they're unwilling to do so. And they don't want you to take yours. You might succeed, leaving them behind. Maybe even forcing their hand to actually do something with their own lives. We cannot allow other people's negative opinions of us stop us from moving forward. We have enough of those on our own, don't we? We have enough of that question within ourselves of can we, should we, you know, will anybody listen to us? I have lived a good 50 years of my life or more without people hearing me. I'm a spiritual counsellor. 
People came to me because they needed me. I helped them find those possibilities. I helped them find the strength and the courage to walk them. The moment they were on their path, that was it. They were on their way. I then never heard from them again or that I had outlived my usefulness. A lonely world, but it's the world that I was chosen for. People don't like to be told that they can do something and that the only thing holding them back is their own attitude, their own fear, their own negativity. They get so paralyzed in that expectation of trying to live up to somebody else's expectation that they cripple themselves before they even manage to get out the gate. Imagine if you lived your life just for you. Oh, what a concept. From the second you're born to the day you die, you are responsible for you. You and your decision-making, the choices you make in life, will dictate the kind of responses you get in life. You and the value you place on yourself for which other people would take you for, will attract to you the negative or the positive. Your accomplishments in life will only come from you challenging yourself and embracing your possibilities. If your life has gone down the tube, you have to take some ownership that you allowed it. You're around the wrong people, you sent out the wrong message, and you allowed these people to do this to you. It is time to raise that vibration and step out. Now I know I can hear somebody's voice saying, yeah, but people in sex trafficking or people in this and people in that haven't got any choice. No, they don't. And we need to speak out for them. We need to empower them. We need to raise that vibration within them so they can find that defiance. We need to help them. I'm talking about everyday people with everyday lives, with everyday choices where they can choose to embrace their possibilities and take that journey unknown and discover the what if it was possible as opposed to the people that decide that what if I fail stops me from even going out the door. I have been through some emotional abuse in my life and physical abuse. I know what it's like but I also know now that I stepped out of it and I removed myself, I know now that I invited that, not because I wanted to be abused emotionally or physically, but because I didn't have any self-value. I didn't like myself very much because I kept seeing myself through other people's eyes. My spirit and my soul would constantly give me a vision of who I was. It would tell me and show me all the beauty that was in my heart and my soul. It would show me the gifts that I've been given, the knowingness that I intuitively know. I would live in that world in complete divine truth, but translating it over into the human realm and trying to communicate that was a very small window of people that could hear or see me. It was always at, well, what what are you going to amount to? You know, you're no better than a playboy girl. 
um, you better try and find someone to marry you because you'll never amount to anything. Uh, you're not intelligent. Uh, you're not capable. And when you're brought up with that, and along with some inadequacies like, you know, dyslexia and, and um, some learning disabilities, you know, one grew up thinking that, no, I wasn't, wasn't worthy of life. I wasn't worthy of love. I wasn't worthy of, of receiving now that was one side of me and it was a side I battled and I will be honest, I still battle today. My circle of friends and people are extremely small. I keep myself at arm's length. I reach out to people around the world in my interviews all the time. But in my personal life I keep myself very, very insulated. Because I choose to have very few people around me and those are the people that truly celebrate who I am are not who they want me to be. It took a very long time for me to discover that value upon myself and to realize that my value was not somebody else's perception. That my worthiness wasn't dictated by somebody else. That my aptitudes were not always seen or understood by other people. That that my intellect was divine intellect not earth intellect, not academic. I speak sometimes in riddles. Yoda and I have very much the same kind of language. My dyslexia has me put things in the wrong order. But when I'm in flow, when I'm in knowingness, there is a fluidity that comes out of me that just runs like a river, flows like the air. And that is my divine truth. The human side has a little more difficulty. Because there is this repression with humankind to live up to an illusion. We cannot embrace our what if is possible if we're always seeing what is wrong. I am not everything and I never will be. I have many flaws, but those flaws make me who I am. I have many aptitudes, I have many gifts, and only those that receive them understand what they are. I've worked hard in my life. I have challenged my life. I've lived in several countries, which I went to on my own, just case in hand, and kind of talk my way into it. And I have blindly gone down paths just following an instinct and not knowing at all where it was taking me. I have done this because I had to follow my calling, my soul, my path. And most of the time I would take that leap of faith not knowing where I was going to land. My worst thing has been stagnancy, uh, not being able to move forward or seeing possibilities and not being able to embrace them for one reason or the other. Suppression from others, keeping me down, making sure I stay down. People fell in love with me for my free spirit, for my visions, for my attitude towards life, for my 
knowingness, for that lightness of spirit and that pureness of soul and complete openness of heart. And then systematically they started chiseling away at it, try and box it, control it, turn it down and quite honestly kill it. And for a while there, my soul and I had no connection. I could still work with people, I could see what other people needed, but I was not existent in my own life. I am a reader, and even in reading of the cards, I didn't feature. I just simply was disconnected for a good eight years. But people on the outside didn't see that, because they saw me as this functional person. This person that was out there doing her thing, helping people, always being supportive, no matter what she was going through. Because for me, it had to be, what if tomorrow is a better day? What if one day I'm no longer in this hell? What if one day I will truly be able to step into my vision of self-worth, of purpose, of an existence where I truly feel worthy. It took me leaving my husband to do that, to embracing a totally new life, to taking chances where I supported a new technology and a new idea, to becoming bankrupt and living out of my car, to becoming disabled, to having to rediscover myself again and taking another path never trodden never known whether I could do it or not just looking at well what if I can do it what if I can and then doing it we don't know what we're capable of until we are willing to take the journey we don't know what our purpose is until we're willing to open up to seeing it. We don't know how much abundance we have within us until we're willing to spend it. What if you can? What if you should? What if you succeed? Ah, there lies another demon. Some people are afraid of success. They're afraid that if they succeed at something, people are going to expect that success all the time. We have peaks, folks. We have valleys. The highs of lows of life is like the rhythm of life. The waves aren't flat and straight. There is a current underneath, and the waves can be angry and high or soft and twist and turn, as does the wind. Nothing is linear. Nothing is in a straight line. There is not, you reach success and now you've got to maintain that success at that peak. It's not possible. You can invite, redirect and expand and have other successes. But there will always be a peak to something that you're wanting to achieve. And from there you're meant to branch off to achieve something else. There are people who are afraid of success. They're afraid that they actually will do it. And there may be the demands on them because they've done it. Might be too much. Those demands 
might require them to give of themselves more than they want to give. I know somebody very well who builds businesses to make himself obsolete. I will be interviewing somebody soon who is a serial entrepreneur. She absolutely loves the passion of building a business uh, and then letting someone else take it over. The whole thing about everything, folks, is what is your path? What are you meant to be doing? I'm not asking you to be a daredevil. You don't have to go and do a big bungee leap jump. I'm asking you to challenge yourself, to take off that heavy, heavy laden coat of fear and of doubt and of past expectations or even past lives and to step forward into the light, to step forward into the wind, to step forward into no doubt and say, I'm willing to take this path. Maybe I'm not ready to jump off the ledge yet. I've done that numerous times. I've never crashed and burned. I might have fallen and bruised, but I've never crashed and burned. I've always been where I've meant to be. Manifestation does come true, but it doesn't always come in the way you expect it to. Sometimes when you manifest something, it takes you down a journey that you're meant to have as a hard journey. The challenge, because when you reach the other side, when you actually, like Lord of the Rings, Frodo, throwing the ring into the fire, bringing back life and hope to the world, that entire journey was worth it. We understand that our challenges, we understand that the hard times, we understand that the lows were only to give us our highs, only to strengthen us, to prepare us, to give us the tools that we need in order to reach them. I'm living more my truth today than I ever have done in my life. The radio shows, interviewing fantastic people from around the world, doing extraordinary things, is what I'm meant to be doing. I am a perfect advocate. I am out there believing in people, sharing that belief in them, and making sure other people know of them. That is my purpose in life. It took me a long time to find a niche for it, but it is something I've done all my life. For most people, I'm just a picture and a voice. And that's okay, because you're getting my resonance. You're getting me. You don't have to physically know me to know my truth. What if you do succeed? What if it is beyond your dreams? What if you find your soul and your heart so full and your spirit so big and your mind so clear that you embrace your journey and your purpose with such exuberance that resonates with everybody around you and inspires other people to take that journey, to take that leap of faith because they're so inspired by what you have done. What if you accomplish that? So put away your doubts. 
Put away your fears. Put away anything that's going to stop you from moving forward. We are meant to constantly move forward. And here's something else. Stop being afraid of what could go wrong and think of what could go right. Also, choose to see the world through grateful eyes. It will never look the same again. So you fell down. So you hurt yourself. So you lost a lot. But what have you gained? Sometimes, because of the pain, we don't allow ourselves to see the gain. Sometimes, the price feels too high. But when you're willing to stop feeding that pain, stop feeding that resentment, and start looking to the gratitude. For me, every time I come to a stumbling block and think, do I have the strength to face this now? Do I have the courage to climb this mountain? Do I have the ability? I look back to my past and all the adversity that I have walked away from. The value I placed upon myself, the courage I found within me, the strength that I gathered from around me. And I gathered that and walked away from what ailed me, from what crippled me, from what strangled me. And I set myself free. It was scary. I was terrified. But the more and more I walked away from it, the more and more I felt that darkness leave me. For a while there, there were a constant shadow at my back always trying to pull me back. But the more and more I kept my eyes on the front, on the path before me, the more and more I trusted the sun to feed my soul, the divine to guide me forward, finding something that resonated with my heart, that got me into the action in spirit, and let my mind know what I needed to know at the time I needed to know it, the more and more those shadows fell away. I don't live in any form of darkness now. I live actually, kind of funny enough, in a lot of void, a lot of quiet space around me. It's like being in a... kind of like a space. It's peaceful here. I'm safe here. I am knowing here. I am at home here and it is a form of, of rejuvenation so that when I come back onto the world and face all that anger all that hate, all that distrust all that is going wrong with the world, I now have the strength and the courage yet again in my own little way to chisel away at it by showing people the possibilities when we are willing to take responsibility for our own thoughts on our own actions and make the choices that embrace those possibilities and let go of the fear, the anger, the hate 
the victimization, and we decide that we're going to improve ourselves by investing in ourselves, by loving ourselves, by nurturing ourselves, by feeding ourselves nourishment, both in food and in spirit and in mind and soul. And we are going to embrace everything that we are meant to be. And we're going to take that path of extraordinary journey. And along the way learn, and along the way share, and along the way be part of the community, part of the solution. The more and more each and every one of us does that, the more and more we learn that we are the equation to tilting this world towards that peace. We won't tolerate the injustices anymore. We stand up to them. We will not let Monsanto GMO us to death. We will stand up for the farmers that are being bullied. We won't let government push us around anymore. We're holding them accountable. We have people that are challenging them, making them face up to their lives. We are fighting back, folks. We're doing it by saying, I'm standing tall in my conviction and I'm holding you accountable to yours. We can make this difference in the world. But we have to, ourselves, decide to make a difference in our own lives. And you're not going to do that if your what-ifs produce I can't, I shan't, I won't. Make your what-if, I can, I should, I will. What if it truly is possible? What if there's something in me that I've never discovered? What if I could really achieve this? You won't know until you put that one foot in front of the other. And when you do, your what if will manifest into something quite remarkable. Serving you, the people you love, your community, and the world. Your vibrations our thoughts and words can lead to positive actions and results. What are you going to decide? Remember, you must listen to your soul's intellect, your divine knowledge. You must let it resonate with the heart and let your spirit get into action and then trust your mind to know what it needs to know the time it needs to know it. But the circle of it is you must dialogue with yourself, the I will, I can, I shall, I am, and not feed the can'ts and the shan'ts. Watch your words, watch your thoughts. It takes eight positives to undo one negative. You find yourself going down a negative road, you start with those eight positives. You start showing eight gratitudes for what you have in life. Eight possibilities that you want to embrace. Eight what-if-I-can'ts. And you will reprogram your mind to believing in the possibility and not the impossible. Folks, I've taken the journey. I'm 60 years old. I've been told I can't my entire life. I've been told I was not worthy. I was told I wasn't enough. I was told it just wasn't possible. Yet I've had many achievements in my life. 
because I blindly went down that road in belief that I could, that it had to be possible, or why was I here? I've stumbled, I've fallen, I've got back up, and I've continued on, because only by doing so do you truly find what you're really here for, and what your life really means to you. And in finding that purpose, that joy, that beautiful gift of giving and receiving, do you truly understand what if we decided it was possible? May you find your possibilities and be open to them. Take away your fears, drop your hate, leave your victimization behind, and believe you can be anything you want to be if it is with love, integrity, and dignity. Until next time.